Mysteries. Me and my buddy Dan are going to go over some very strange things from the past that you may or may not know about. I guarantee you most people will not know about these things. And it's very interesting stuff. And besides just being interesting, you'll notice a theme here of it not fitting the narrative of mainstream history and suppression being involved. Which, you know, we did an episode a while back on the war on history, so this will tie right in. Alright, first thing we're going to talk about is the Paracas Mummies of Peru. These are the elongated skulls that were found. And it's not just one, there is many of these that have been found. Um, I don't know the exact count, but there's enough of them to say there was a species of people that had these elongated skulls. And I say species specifically because this is not from boarding. If anybody knows anything about elongated skulls, there are people that have boarded their baby's heads to form them into these shapes because what is surmised is these people grew to worship these individuals, these elongated skull people, so they wanted to look like them. Okay? Can you imagine doing that to your baby? Good Lord. Ah, torture. But the, the interesting thing is, genetically, the Paracas skulls have a single suture line where we have three distinct suture lines in our skull, making them completely different. Okay? Also, they have arter- artery entries into the skull that are different. Okay? comes in at different spots of the neck that's genetically different and another thing obviously they had larger brains because of the bigger skull capacity um, which is considered the cranial vault 20 to 30 percent more capacity for brains be great if if you're a zombie during that period you'd have wanted to nibble on these people these skulls date 9,000 to 11,000 years old between the uh, Paracas skulls they have dated. Um, another interesting thing. This is something I want to bring up. They are not allowing genetic tests to be done, even though we can tell genetically they're different than human beings. Now, why do you think that is? I don't know. I know that there was a discrepancy about that topic, about people basically saying there were aliens. Um, Maybe they just, are. We're not going to. We're not going to know anything if we don't genetically test. We don't know if their genetics are the same as ours or not. Right. If you don't do genetic testing, then obviously there's an issue there. There's so many things we could pinpoint about similarities or differences. Okay, so the, the, the Paracas skulls, I'm not going to dive deep on this. I just wanted to point out that we have a absolute biological difference between these skulls that were discovered. Obviously, higher powers, Smithsonian, Vatican, whoever, governments that wanted to get rid of these 
things, they weren't able to do it. They lurk sitting behind as evidence that there is a differentiation between human beings and this. You know, there's Denisovians, there is the uh, uh, other different formats of human beings that were ancient and they call evolutionary as it shows the progression up in humanity. But there's so many things that terminate evolutionary uh, biology, according to Darwinism, and the Paracas skulls may be another thing that terminates that. Or it might be something like you said, it might be aliens. We don't know. And we're not going to know as long as the powers that be will not let people do genetic tests on them. All we know is that in comparing them to human um, formats, biologically, they're different. They have differences. So, okay, that's one. I'm going to move on to the next one. Have you ever heard of Terra Prada or Terra Prada? Uh, I don't know. I'm not certain. I don't think so. Okay, it's an engineered form of soil that was discovered that filters heavy metals and carbon dioxide. Also, it is the richest growing soil on the earth by a factor of 100x compared to the next best soil. Fantastic, except no one has ever figured out how it was made. That's right, it's made in ancient history. After a hundred years of its known existence, it's in North Africa, Brazil, North America, Canada, Australia, and the Ukraine. It carbon dates at least back to 7,000 years or older. Another fact is it's piezoelectric, meaning it can manage currents, electricity going through it. It's self-sustaining, which is why it hasn't changed in all these years. No scientist can figure out how it was made. It's not sexy for archaeologists and history to talk about because it's fucking soil. But it's absolutely amazing, and no one talks about it. Nowadays, we really need this shit. It could reshape the world. I mean, it could balance the carbon emissions that everybody bitches about with the atmosphere and global warming. And it could allow for sustainable growing soil to be used for our foods because that's one of the big things that's devastating our soil is we keep growing food over and over again in the same place and it turns into dust. It turns into sand. This stuff doesn't degrade. There's actually a black market for this shit too. <laughs> because it doesn't degrade, it can be reused over and over, making it very valuable. So, I mean, this was made thousands and thousands of years ago, Danny, by somebody more advanced than us because we can't figure out how to even make it now. That's amazing understanding of chemistry. And I guarantee you didn't know this shit existed. No, doesn't ring a bell. I mean, I've already brought up two things that are pretty damn amazing. You're obviously awestruck, or you just don't have anything to say. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it, I, I, I really just don't really know anything about. Uh, as far as like the uh, Peruvian elongated uh, skulls, I mean, I've heard a little bit about it, but I don't really know much about the subject. So, I, one thing I think is very interesting is I was the same as you looking into these topics. I'd never really, I'd heard something about the elongated skulls and some of the other stuff I'll talk about. Never heard about Terra Preta. 
um, the engineered soil that's ancient. Um, I think in general, this has to do with control of information, which is what we just recently talked about, how the news is controlled, how history is controlled. We've talked about that on another podcast. They don't want you to know about this shit because then you'll question the narrative. You'll question what they tell you history is. Could it be that there was people that were smarter than us that were here thousands and thousands or millions of years ago? That wouldn't fit the narrative, would it? No, but we can only hope so. <laughs> Since we did that, Terra Preta, let's move on to the next one. Because I'm not going to go deep on all these. I'm just going to throw some shit out there for people to nibble on. I want you to know about it. I want you to hear about it. Because you may not know. Like Danny here, he's learning some things he's never known about. You out there, the listener, I'm sure it's the same thing. Okay, so let's move on to another interesting topic. Another thing overlooked in megalithic building structures weighing millions and millions of tons is... The foundation they are sitting on. These structures like the Great Pyramids that are all over the world still stand perfect, level, and without faults, cracks, or anything in their damn structure. Look at everybody's fucking houses and buildings and shit these days. We can't do that shit. These motherfuckers have been around forever. We don't have structures that can do this. I mean, seriously, think about your house five or ten thousand... 10,000 years from now. It ain't going to even be here. Okay? <laughs> and some of the big yep. buildings, what will be left? Well, not the exterior. Maybe the base uh, foundation building materials might still be there in that amount of years. But we have some of these ingenious structures that have been around and haven't changed for the most part. We know the Great Pyramids had a shell on the outside made out of lime that's disappeared that made them perfect but I don't even know if that disappeared because of erosion I, from what I've read in some things it was uh, dismantled or taken off to be used on other projects by people around the area so it was man- manipulated so anyway structural engineers have verified most of the megalithic structures I'm speaking of are also earthquake proof Wow, we can't figure out how to do that shit either. No serious inquiries or studies to this day have been done on these foundations. How could this have been done? It's as much engineering genius as the structures themselves. Like, just think of the pyramids, the genius there. Go down below it. How many feet down are they? 50, 100 feet to geoengineer the foundation to make sure it stays still perfectly level, earthquake-proof for all the years that it's been there. That's genius. Oh, yeah. But this shit's not discussed. It's not studied. Or it's not allowed to be studied, which is probably the case. This, again, proves civilizations from long ago had knowledge that we don't have, proving we probably are not the pinnacle of our existence. Right? It just depends on what proves that to you. Because if you think about electronics, computers, shit like that, people just understand if our civilization right now stopped, everybody died. 
and weather, the earth, erosion, water, heat, thousands of years later, your cell phone's gone, your house is gone, your car is gone. Everything erodes, rust, deteriorates, decays. The one thing that stands is stone, earth. And these people mastered it so long ago and did amazing shit with it constructurally that we still cannot even do to this day. So people kind of forget that, I mean, give it a couple thousand years, dude. Everything that we think is awesome nowadays that shows how technologically superior we are, it disappears. There might be some plastic bottles left. (laughs) Oh my God. Where's my cell phone? I mean, you know, that's probably, if you really think about it, what somebody might find of our existence year, 10,000 years from now would be our trash. That's right. We've engineered some freaking trash that probably will not degrade over thousands of years. Oh yeah. Plastic. That's about it. They'll be hanging. That's about it. Yeah. There'd be plastic and there'll be cockroaches. Yeah. I mean, people don't think about like steel. There's lots of steels that corrode and rust and deteriorate and it disappears. Thousands of years from now, steel won't even be around. It's going to be the concrete structures, the stone structures that we've made. Like maybe like Hoover Dam will be around. That's about it. Like things like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy to think about in those terms, but most people don't. Okay, I got a fucking insane one here for you, Danny. The Klerkdorf Spears. These are small, smooth metal spheres. Many have three concentric grooves equally carved around them. They date, are you ready? Between 2.8 and 3 billion years old. Many many are perfect, perfect spheres. Many are not, but many are. Which, remember, making perfect spheres is extremely difficult. And to have three perfect concentric, um, uh, what was it? The lines that are drawn around these spheres. They're, they're lines that are dug into these. So, no intelligent human beings even existed at this period of time, we're told. Right? No metallurgy was available either because there's no intelligent human beings human beings didn't exist three billion years ago we're talking getting near the beginning of planet earth six billion years I believe is when planet earth started so you're talking about halfway through planet earth's life okay there's then there's some intelligent life if it's not human beings making these things because they're designed as a sphere or oblong egg shape and they have perfect drawings of spheres around like the spherical uh, shape lines around them very very weird if you look them up which I would recommend Dan so you can see these because you won't fucking believe it okay miners in South Africa brought them to attention thankfully before the Vatican Smithsonian or some government organization could hide them but mainstream scientists actually petitioned against media broadcasting this stuff on the news. <laughs> and hence huh. might be the reason why nobody really knows about them. It's a monumental discovery. 
Another interesting thing is there are lots of them. I didn't get a count, but there were so freaking many of these damn things. Let me just get to this part before I tell you how many of them there are. Scientists from mainstream want you to believe it's a natural phenomenon that the Earth made these. <laughs> if you see them, you're gonna uh-huh. you're gonna fucking die laughing. Okay, so well then, since this is a natural phenomenon, scientists want you to believe like. Uh, you know, so many other bullshit narratives you get from the mainstream uh, scientists that are out there. The metal that these things are made out of, because it's it's not just normal material. It's, it is made out of metal, these little spheres. And they're only like an inch to two inches in diameter. They're small, but they look like balls that somebody played a game with. And there's hundreds of thousands of them. But anyways, they're metal. And they are... The stuff they're composed of is not found in the area that they were dug up. And these are diamond miners that dug this up, okay? They they ran into these metal spheres, and there were so fucking many of them, they couldn't not run into them. They were everywhere in the ground they were digging. And how these are carbon dated is because of the ground they were found in. It was so deep. That's where they're getting the 2.8 to 3 billion years old. Okay? And that can't be refuted. The only thing scientists can come up with is it's a natural phenomenon. Okay, so since they're not found in the area, and diamond miners found them, the only reason these diamond miners stopped is because the metal balls were so hard they kept tearing up their machine blades that they were mining with that they're digging with that's why they stopped and when they stopped to find out what was causing the issue well what do you know it's all these little balls and they have carvings in them and shapes and they're they're astoundingly perfect round little things very fucking weird i mean this is probably one of the weirdest archaeological uh findings i've ever ran into yeah, it sounds pretty bizarre. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't even know how far back they want to date human beings, but I don't think it's much older than like twenty or thirty thousand years old. Yeah, they credit they credit the very first living uh, person living two point eight million years ago. That's what they say, and that's probably like prehistoric, non thinking Cro Magnon type man. Like just a wild, yeah, wild Neanderthal. Yeah, wild, wild Neanderthal that that's eating fucking meat and just fucking like half monkey. Just not smart enough to use tools, probably. Nothing like that. We're talking three They're fucking smart enough to know how to start a fire. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's what they say. I don't believe that. But then go okay. back three billion, three billion years. I mean, so much shit that I've came across in the past couple years totally blows away any science bullshit that I've read that would be accepted as the mainstream history of the planet that I don't accept any of it anymore, period. Because I know the Great Pyramids predate by far at least three to four times what scientists say they date. Oh, yeah. So then... 
but this is this is a really weird one. Three billion years ago, there was a a creature on this earth that was smart enough to make these. Was it human? Nah. Delphal. Do you think humans have been around three billion years? No, definitely not. You really don't? No. Okay. So that means that something else intelligent dropped them here. That would be your theory then. Because it's not natural made. I'll swear to God, I'll give you the name. Look these motherfuckers up and see the images of these. They're red and black. They're different colors and they got uh, carvings in them and they're different shapes. Some of them are perfect spheres. I mean, we already know. We already know that there were smarter beings that were from another place in, in time long ago just based on story creation. If you look at the Sumerians and how they talked about, you know... The Anunnaki. The uh, Watchers would come... Yeah, they, the watchers, they would come down. The Watchers were the Anunnaki and, in the Sumerian uh, clay tablets. Yeah, so I mean, you got to think that all those stories come from somewhere... Uh, that's one thing about story creation, even though the stories somewhat change, the time period somewhat change, or maybe uh, not the exact location, but they all share similarities in telling stories of gods coming here from another place or what we want to call aliens. Whatever. Yeah, and the, and the tribe. Other beings. Yeah. yeah. The tri- so, I mean, there's no... there's. They just don't want people to. They don't want people to hear that shit. That's the main it's thing. Like, that's that goes against the, our religions. Here. Dude, you're so right on. I mean, it's like, dude, hammer that fucking nail, Danny. It's there is a mainstream narrative that has been made, that has been created, that has been written into the different religious texts, that is accepted by science, that is accepted by teachers in schools and most mainstream people and it's so embedded into our just awareness as a species all of us it's like the akashic records with the, the universal awareness it's like it's that is the narrative and once it is set it's so hard to break it's like you can't break people of thinking anything different but i found too much history that jars completely against everything we're told. It's like, it just proves it's all a fucking lie. And then I, I, I mean, I found out enough that news is lying. And I've seen politicians lying and newscasters lying and caught them in it. Like I know the truth and they're sitting here lying to my face. I'm just more and more inclined to believe that everything's a fucking lie. <laughs> and then when you, yeah. when you find something well, factual, you find something true. Don't be, misguided from it dig a little deeper question it some more look into it and you might find something stunning that's been completely they've tried to hide it from you and these little clear dwarf spheres i never heard of them in my life and found out about them and dug into it and yeah you can find all the mainstream scientists trying to write it off as a natural occurrence take a look at them and tell me that nature made these yeah. <clears throat> well, and that's it, what we get. It's, it's another thing. Nature to make perfect spheres is almost impossible. A perfect circle, a perfect ball shape, 
It's almost impossible. But then, not only did nature do that, it took three rings and drew them perfectly around it. Equal distance, everything's perfect. I mean, it's mathematically yeah. mathematically perfect. Sure, nature does that all the time. Okay, show me one other example where it did it. Maybe I'll believe you. It's bullshit. It's just another way of them passing okay. off something that is absolutely phenomenal that we can't explain, or maybe they can and they just don't want to let us know about it. Yeah, because those same hey, those same scientists though, you got to think. Not saying the archaeologists, uh, but you got to think when scientists start depicting stuff like that, they're the, probably the same assholes that believe in the bang, Big Bang Theory. So, I mean, well, there is, you know, I believe you got a good point. There's a certain amount of pride and ego involved in them burying their life's work into this theory and then it's terminated. Well, they got to stand their ground. They got to stay on what they have based their whole career off of. They can't lift off that or their credibility is down the toilet. And I hate to say that's what I think it is, but I really do honestly think a lot of these scientists have banked their whole career on spitting this bullshit out to the point to where they feel like they have to back it up with all their ego and all their pride just to make sure they don't sound like idiots. Okay, we'll move on from those little balls from three billion years ago to an urban <laughs> living complex with megalithic stone structures and pyramids that was discovered deep off the coast of Cuba. The time period could have been above water and occupied is around 50 to 60,000 years ago. Way older than the Great Pyramids. Exciting in 2001 when it was discovered, but all has gotten quiet and no more has been studied or discussed Almost like some force squashed this, like everything else, and any further interest in it. It's not easy to access this spot off the coast of Cuba. It's as deep as 2,000 feet in some areas. So it's not like it's just anybody can go take a peek at it, okay? These were people that had, uh, they had sonar and some different kinds of radars and stuff that could detect anomalies and they were looking for treasure they were treasure hunters but but yeah. they stumbled across this and there's good um sonar radar imagery of it to show the pyramids and all the stuff down there and they got down deep and deep enough to where in person a diver could you know take pictures of the megalithic pieces and structures and stuff down there too and you probably uh, if you dive into looking at this uh, complex of megalithic structures off of uh, the coast of Cuba you'll probably find scientists saying it's natural too <laughs> uh, well no I remember uh, they, I remember the news was claiming that it was a city of the lost city of Atlantis yes um, that was one of their big spills when it came I don't out. think that's what yeah, it is. I, remember I don't think happened. it's Atlantis but I do think it's just another um, city that existed once upon a time, you know, it's, it's in, and like they say, I mean, looking back at history and the water levels throughout time, best guess is 50 to 60,000 years ago is the water level was low enough that people could have inhabited this city because I mean, it's not just that there's some megalithic structures, there's outlines for city streets and all these things like the, it was like a civilization was there could have been millions and millions of people.
Well, I, I mean, in that too, that's not like it's the only one that's underwater. I mean, the fact is, is there's one that's underwater in Dwarka, India. Um, there's another one uh, in Greece. There's one um, in Japan. It's not like it's unheard Those of. Those are cool. They're- yeah, so I mean, it's not like it's unheard no, of. No, 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 definitely not. Definitely not. But this one, it just, it just tells you that at some point, uh, the tides did shift and... Somehow or another, man, those cities ended up underwater, but at once uh, once upon a time, they were above sea level. Right, so, so there had to be some kind of superheating event that melted a bunch of glaciers or whatever. Something happened for, I mean, it to be 2,000. I think the, one of the most phenomenal things about this city is that it's 2,000 feet deep. A lot of the ones we're yeah. talking about are much higher up in sea level so you can swim down and go view them and take pictures and stuff like that but this one you really can't so so some of the megalithic structures are high enough where divers can get down to it and take pictures and actually you know touch it and examine it and stuff like that but the stuff that's deep down like the pyramids and all the other stuff it's down so deep you either have to take a submarine or you have to just use some kind of radar or sonar to actually see the structure itself and luckily somebody's done that to prove what's down there and there is pictures of it on the internet so you can see it and you can see divers with some of the megalithic pieces of the uh, city that are still up higher and are not down as low because I, I, I'm sure that they were sprawled out pretty wide and far if it was a big city so it's really cool really interesting <laughs> Listen, you can support this podcast for as low as a dollar a month. That's like less than a cup of coffee, a damn stamp. It's a dollar a month. It's nothing. And if you're enjoying it, it would greatly help me out keeping this thing going. You can donate up to $10 a month. Now, if you'll look below where you clicked on this podcast, there's a support link. Click on that, and you can go there and make any donation you choose, and you can cancel it any time. There is no hassle. If you do it, I would greatly appreciate it. And if you can't afford it, I understand. I'll still keep putting out great free information, so you can look forward to that. Thanks, everybody. Okay, so we've got it covered, talking about the lost city there off of the coast of Cuba. Next is something that is ancient, but not so ancient. I don't know how to really put this, but I just want to throw this in here to kind of open your eyes to how easy it is to miss something miraculous, beautiful, something you don't understand or even know about being right in front of your fucking face. So I bring you Hyperion, the tallest tree in the world. You might guess it's a redwood. It's 380 feet tall. It was only discovered in August 2006. The tree is around 600 to 700 years old. It's not like it's just popped up over the last 100 years or the last decade or something like that. Listen, this thing's been around for longer than any of us and all of our families and grandparents and shit like that. And nobody knew about it. All this time. I mean, that's what's so crazy to me. 
how do you miss a tree that's taller than the Statue of fucking Liberty? It towers ah. over. It's way bigger than the other redwood trees. So how many other things are right in front of our face waiting to be discovered? Conversely, how much land area is still yet to be searched that is unoccupied that man hasn't even looked at? And what about the ocean? It's as mysterious to us as outer space is. We will never know everything about the ocean. There's always something new to discover. And that was just my main point of bringing up the Hyperion tree is that, seriously, think about that. That's, what is that? 16 years ago we discovered it? The tallest tree in the world? I mean, it's, yeah, it's, 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 like it's, it's, it's crazy. And it's taller than the Statue of Liberty. It's freaking humongous. How the hell did somebody not catch it before? What it just shows is we talked about the Paracas mummies of Peru. We've got stuff that we do know about that we're not even doing shit about to learn more about it, like genetic testing on the Paracas mummies. Terra Preta. We still don't even know how that soil is made. And it catches carbon dioxide and purifies it. it. It catches heavy metals and filters them. It's the richest growing soil we've ever found by a hundred times on the face of the earth. I mean, and we don't have gangs of scientists trying to figure this shit out. Why? This could correct so many problems we have on the earth. And then megalithic building structures weighing millions and millions of tons and nobody is allowed to look underneath the foundation and see how the hell did they set this to where it never moved. It's perfectly level. For all this time, it's never cracked, it's never broke, nothing's ever askew. Hell, we have the Leaning Tower of Pisa that we hold up in high regards. Like, that's something cool. That's pretty fucking retarded, if you ask me. How about look at these great pyramids <laughs> and uh, Puma Punca and all these different places all around the world. Look in Mexico. I mean, anywhere you want to look. Baalbek. All these places that have megalithic structures, not a fucking inch have they moved. They're not leaning like the Tower of Pisa, some shit we made a couple hundred years ago or thousand, whatever the fuck. I don't know about the Tower of Pisa at all, so I'm not even going to talk. But just look at the construction that we do compared to ancient people. They're so much fucking smarter than us, and we are not allowed to examine the foundations they built on. The Klerkdorf Spheres, two to three billion years old. I ain't saying nothing else. And then that place off of Cuba, we talked about this, 50 to 60,000 years old, and nobody's doing anything to research it. I don't know what well, else to and say. It's funny. I see a it's, theme. It's kind of, <laughs> yeah, it's, well, and it's, it's funny how, like, the things that we do have access to, um, you know, people take for granted or they just simply don't give a shit. But I mean, because like if you compare it to something like, let's say like the Mariana Trench. Oh, I yeah. Love that. I mean that That's that thing's a- like 124 miles deep or some shit like that. So I mean, I understand why we haven't really got to the bottom of that. No pun That's intended, a- but yes, that's a whole nother world to explore, dude. Oh, dude, they say just by with uh, sonar, they literally think there must be at least 2,000 undiscovered uh, species down there. So, 
who fucking knows, man? I mean, there could be fucking, it could be like the abyss, man. There could be aliens living down there. We don't fucking know. That's probably where they are fucking living. (laughs) Let's let's get as far away from these fucking humans as possible. Oh, good God. (laughs) Fucking aliens. Aliens could literally be us for all we know. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, and it's kind of funny, uh, you look at stuff like the Mariana Trench, and you think, well, you know, that's a place that's like, you, uh, look at the tallest mountain we have here, like Mount Everest, okay? I mean, what is that? Like, I think one point some odd miles Oh, you got me, but you, you can shit. like turn it upside down, and it's not like anywhere near as deep as the trench, right? Oh, yeah, dude. Not even close. I mean, there's um, the, I don't think we have anything on this earth that it is as tall as that trench is d- deep. Yeah, Period. I think you'd have to stack. I think you have to stack somewhere like around three or four of those fucking mountains on yeah. top of each other. To that is so ridiculous. There's no fucking way. I don't see how human beings could ever go down to the bottom of that. Now, they've attempted it, man. I mean, and they've gotten pretty far, but it's just, you know barometric pressure at a certain point man will crush anything i mean never but mind a human isn't being it crazy? but fucking metal anything isn't it crazy though i mean think about what you're saying metal anything gets crushed but then you have these fuckers that have been crazy like james cameron took some submarine down deeper than they ever went before and they found life they found fish swimming around so mm-hmm. we can't do it our technology can't do it, but biology somehow finds a way to do it. Yeah. Isn't that insane? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, they've seen like, uh, certain, uh, types of whales dive pretty deep down inside that motherfucker. But imagine some of the shit that actually lives in there. Oh, well, uh, the, the creatures I've like, seen are like shit from nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I mean, I'm serious. You've seen those fish, I'm sure you have. Like the some of the angler fish and some of the creepy stuff with big fangs and crap like that. And they have little lights that dangle off their head that lure prey to them. And eerie, yeah. eerie, scary looking how creatures. They, how, how pretty neat how they've all evolved. I mean, you get to a certain point of depth, and like you'll see pretty much everything's red. All the life there is red, and then you keep going. Then there's uh, fish that are actually, uh, you know, basically can illuminate. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, little 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 pops of light coming off of them and stuff. So it's pretty fucking bizarre to think what's beyond that. Um, Dude, I think totally. It's got uh, it's got to be aliens. Come on, man. <laughs> so I mean, I don't more, know, but the, yeah. The more I dig into history, the more I go, aliens are just us. All this shit that's flying yeah. around, it's the shit people see. I mean, the ancient people say we had aliens here before. Angels, right. aliens, whatever you want to call them. So, who's to say that they're not still around? Maybe they're just outside the firmament. They're just outside of our space where we can't see them and they come in and out as they want to. Or maybe they're down in the ocean. Or maybe they're on... Un, un, tracked or check portions of territories and land that we don't look into or maybe they're underground man all theories are on the table and i'm not going to balk at any of them till shit it's just absolutely too ridiculous 
I've just seen yeah. too much stuff now to go, no, uh, aliens don't exist or fucking human beings might be the aliens that we are talking about. Because the more, another thing that I keep running into is problems with our genomes and splices in our genome and different genomic looking like the Paracas people of Peru. Their genetics, their makeup is different the way their structure is arteries coming in different portions of the skull from the neck different plate structures in the head longer heads bigger brain capacity okay that obviously let us genetically test them and see what the difference is between them and us why do you not want to let us that just tells me there's something alien there's something weird going on did ancient people have the ability to splice genetics, to change genetics, to do things like that? They talk about it in the Sumerian text. That's another thing that's kind of odd. They talk about them being able to change shit, like our genetics. Yeah. It's so strange, man. When you get to talk about it, you sound like a fucking kook, but then it's like, it's there. So, I mean, what do you do with it? If it's there, I'm not making it up. It's not a fiction story. I'm, I'm looking at stuff that I can actually say exists, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, it's it goes to show you that the governments of the world, man, will go to the extreme to uh, keep everybody fooled and uninformed. So it makes you think they know the you know. answers, and that's why they don't want you to test it. Because if you find out the answers, then... Their stories of history crumble. Their stories of religion crumble. Everything that they have indoctrinated you with and made up to control you crumbles. And if that crumbles, then you got somebody to point the finger at and go, you fucking lied to us all this time, you sacks of shit. You hid our history. You hid everything. You're denying and lying. What else are you hiding? So I think that's why they control all this information. Personally, I feel like they know what the truth is, and that's why they will not let certain things be done. It feels right to me. Yep. It's definitely the uh, modern day narrative. So we just have to keep pushing forward and hope that maybe uh, people out there will keep doing what they're doing to try to enlighten the public. So that's what we're trying to do. That's all we can hope for. I got a question for you. This boarding technique that a lot of people did because they admired the Paracas genus of people so much that had these elongated heads naturally they must have been looked at as gods or something like that or higher class people because native tribes kept boarding children for on up into modern times putting their babies heads putting boards around their heads to and ropes to force their babies heads into these tubular shapes to look like these paracas people could you ever do that to your kid? <laughs> no, uh, I'd probably say no on that deal. Um, who knows why they did what they did? I mean, you can chalk it up to maybe it might be some kind of re- uh, religious preference thing, or maybe there's batshit crazy. Who knows? Well, well I, I mean, just I wouldn't ima- personally do it. But. Just imagine this: we know the difference. The people that bored their heads. They still have the three sutures in their head. They have the same vascular arter- ar- artery entries into their neck, into their skull. 
So we know the difference between a human that has boarded their head to look that way, and we know the difference between the Paracas ancient mummies that we found with their skulls that are completely genetically different from us as human beings. So if you actually saw them once upon a time, and you're around them, and they maybe they had powers. Maybe they could fucking talk to you without even opening their mouth, and you could hear your, their voice in your head because they had these big fucking brains. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> maybe, maybe they could do amazing shit. Maybe they could levitate fucking stones and build pyramids, and people couldn't. I don't fucking know. I'm just saying, yeah. theoretically, why would people worship them and want to look like them? There had to be a reason. Because most, you could think people being born like that nowadays, people be like, you look a retard, you fucking moron, you're fucking a mongoloid, you look like a retard and somebody fucking smoked crack while you were being born. Somebody would say bullshit about them. Nobody would honor that person. Instead, they would be different and they would be cast out, they would be mocked and people would talk shit. But people held these certain individuals in such high regard that they would deform their babies to look like them. That says something to me. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, everybody, you know, depending upon what part of the world you're in, everybody has different beliefs and everybody has different kinds of culture. I mean, it's kind of like the African culture over there that, you know, they elongate their necks and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's gruesome, too. Ugh. Yeah, putting all them rings on their neck and they keep stretching it out that just sounds horrible that's pretty morbid shit yeah (laughs) crazy shit man well that's the ancient mysteries I got for today you got anything else to add on to our ancient mystery series we did here oh not off not offhand. I don't okay well then we should cut it and let the people go and enjoy thinking about this diverse and weird topic that we covered today and my hope is everybody else out there finds at least one of these subjects that you're interested in enough to go do some research on and if you don't understand how to spell some of this shit just from the podcast i will definitely include the correct spelling of all these things in the show notes so you can look them up yourself and be fascinated All right, my man. Well, thanks for joining me for this one. And for everybody out there, thank you for joining in. Until next time, we'll see you. Until then, keep it real. (laughs) Do not consider these episodes as medical advice or expertise in any area. I do deconstruct some experts and their material and deliver it to you. But please do all this at your own risk. Yeah.